Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks very much for tuning in. With the recent uptick in cases of COVID-19 here in Michigan and throughout much of the country, here on Detroit Today, we want to make sure we're continuing to be in conversation about this moment of the pandemic. Of course, there's reason to be at least cautiously hopeful about the recent news about potential vaccines, but there's still a real need for continued research for alternative treatments. I want to spend the rest of the show talking briefly uh, about one such effort that involves the use of convalescent blood plasma that's being led by Wayne State University and Johns Hopkins researchers. Dr. James Paxton is the leader for the Detroit branch of this trial. He's also the director of clinical research for Detroit Receiving Hospitals, the Department of Emergency Medicine, and assistant professor of emergency medicine at Wayne State University School of Medicine. Dr. Paxton, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, thank you very much So for taking time to discuss our trial. We're excited. Yes. Uh, let, let's uh, quickly just explain what convalescent blood uh, treatment is and how it works with COVID-19. Absolutely. So uh, the first thing you have to understand is how the body fights infection. And um, there, it's pretty complicated, so I won't try to get into it on a, in a short uh, program. But uh, the bottom line is that your body produces certain cells that are, their job is to fight infection, and they produce antibodies. Um, antibodies are essential to defeating any infection, whether it's a bacterium or a virus. Um, and your body retains those antibodies long after the infection has been cured. The reason for that, it's kind of like a, a memory for your body to remember how it defeated the enemy before so that it can defeat them again when it encounters in the future. So when patients get COVID, just like any other infection, they ultimately develop these antibodies. And depending on the severity of the infection, uh, the level of antibodies might be great or might be small. So what we're doing is... Um, Johns Hopkins is coordinating the donation efforts, so they're actually handling the, the donor side, and they're collecting plasma from patients who've recovered from COVID. They're screening it. Uh, they're, they're, making, they're purifying it, so they're distilling the blood down to the plasma. They're removing the red blood cells. Um, they're screening it for antibody concentration to ensure that it has an adequate amount of antibody in it, and then um, we're matching that with blood types for people who have um, you know, who are eligible for our trial on the receiving side. And we have, there are 24 sites for this study, so we're, we're the, the local site uh, for Detroit. So um, essentially what's happening is folks who have recovered, recuperated from, an, from a COVID infection are donating their blood for the purpose of it being used to treat an active infection or prevent an infection in somebody else. Mm. I mean, it's really, it's really amazing. And, and, one of the things that has struck me throughout the pandemic is how quickly we have been able to see not just the the vaccine effort uh, take hold, but but again this treatment uh, the protocol that that's been developed that is literally saving people's lives. Um, give us an idea of the timeline for this trial, and if it proves effective. Could this roll out while we're still waiting for the vaccines to become widely available? Well, that's a great question. I mean, I, I think that's uh, probably the timing seems to be a very important aspect of how we're going to manage this pandemic, right? So we've been waiting a long time to get our hands on a, on a cure, and we've been trying a lot of things out, some things that 
people would never have anticipated would have any effect. Um, you know, the beauty of this particular line of investigation is that convalescent plasma has been used for a long time for this type of indication, not with COVID, obviously, um, but with other viral infections, uh, this has been used and demonstrated to be effective. So we're pretty confident that this trial is going to show some benefit. We don't know to the degree to which the benefit will exist, but we think it will work. Um, and it's pretty safe. And when you think about the fact that we transfuse people all the time, um, you know, in the emergency department where I work or other places, uh, folks who show up with low blood counts um, or who have bleeding issues will oftentimes get transfused blood or plasma. So we, we know that's pretty safe, too. Um, so overall, I think the intervention is fairly safe and fairly and likely to be fairly effective. Um, the timing, though, is, is a good question. So this study has been going on for a couple months. Uh, our site was activated a few weeks ago, and we've been enrolling pretty rapidly, I'd say. We're getting two or three new referrals every day, um, which, you know, for a clinical trial, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're anticipating that at, at Wayne State, we're going to enroll somewhere between 40 and 50 um, subjects. And um, overall, nationwide, we need about 1,100. So that's, that's about our fair share. We, mm-hmm. we would like to do better. We'd like to be the leader. And, uh, and can people... Can people come and volunteer to participate in this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's actually a website uh, where you can go, uh, or a phone number if you don't have access to Internet, and um, you can get uh, screened through that website or phone number. Hmm. And if you qualify, then they, they refer you on to the study team. Yeah. So it's pretty simple. Um, I can tell you, it's, um, the website is uh, covidplasmatrial.org. Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Doctor. So, um, so re- regarding the timeline, I think the uh, likely this trial will wind down in, in about two or three months. Okay. Um, and giving a month or two to go through the data, I suspect we'll have some answer to our question. Yeah. Okay. We will that put that uh, info about how to participate in the trial on our website at WDET.org as well. Uh, Dr. James Paxton, I wish we had more time to discuss this, but uh, we are out of time. But thank you very much for joining us. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We will talk again tomorrow.